0: The Frederick Playlist Podcast is brought to you in part by Mystery Tun Studios. Looking for a place to record your music? Welcome to Mystery Tun Studios. They are a full-service recording, mixing, and mastering studio located 15 minutes outside of Frederick, Maryland. Owner-engineer Kenny Eaton has years of experience working with musicians around the world and a passion for one thing, helping artists realize their vision. Go to mysterytonsstudios.com to learn more and schedule a free tour today. That's M-Y-S-T-E-R-Y-T-O-N studios.com. Your music matters. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome into uh this this episode. Ooh, this episode of the Frederick Playlist Podcast. I'm really, really excited about this one. I've been wanting to do this for a very long time. You're a very busy woman.
1: You as well. I, you as well.
0: <laughs> I, we we uh we have not had a chance to talk Pretty much ever, so we're gonna do it smartly for the first time on a podcast, so everybody can hear, which will be, which is always the most healthy way to do that.
1: Right, right. right.
0: <laughs> I'm here with Amade, correct? <laughs> how how do you say your, That's your last it. name?
1: Oh, my last name is Bora. Bora.
0: Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. So Amade Bora, who um is the pretty much Frederick News Post. What's an entertainment reporter? Culture yeah. feature? Features, I mean,
1: features writer. Or, you know, I I write for the health and food section, I write for Seventy Two, I write for Real Life. So just all over.
0: I wanted to have you on because you know you pretty much are the only one writing about music in this town, as it goes. I mean, we're
1: wearing <laughs> this together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, I there's a lot to get to. Um, one of the first things I wanted to touch on, though. Um, and this will publish next week. But, um, last week in 72 hours, you profiled Fuzzy Match, yeah, who are supposed to play live at five. This week, this mm-hmm. is a lot of time crunching for anybody listening, <laughs> but it will probably rain. I don't know, it, it seems yeah, like it, might, it rain. might rain, yeah. Um, but you had a chance to spend some time with them. Yeah, I went to the mm-hmm. rehearsal. Yeah. How did, I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. How did that go? I saw Dylan was in the picture. You met Dylan?
1: Yeah, I did on the drums. He I, he had me fooled. I thought he was in the band for years. They were like, you no, know, <laughs> he just joined a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: Really? what I mean how did you come up with a story to profile them it's interesting I thought because Live at Five is bands every week it was uh, kind yeah. of neat to pick out Fuzzy Match out of all of them
1: yeah I mean I'm more you know into into like soul personally R&B and you know I just was fascinated because they had so many you know slashes in, in their genre definition there was like funk and then it was slash soul and slash mm-hmm. R&B and rock and I just was really interested in how can this one band and fuse all these different sounds and you know, is it gonna work out? So I I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm interested. Like I wanna check out this group. Um, And then when, you know, I looked up on their site and they're just a a bunch of good guys that like I don't even know how they met. You know, Mm -hmm. they, you know, they look all so different. They come Mm -hmm. from so many different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I learned that there is musical theater. The guys, guys in there have musical theater background. Guys in there have death metal background. Guys Mm -hmm. in there have jazz, R&B background. So gospel background. So Mm -hmm. it was it was fascinating to really learn like how they all fuse together into this like one cohesive sound
0: have you seen them perform
1: i haven't seen them perform yet i would love to go mm-hmm. to to live five tomorrow and just mm-hmm. see like them in their element because mm-hmm. when i saw them rehearse you know they're the it was like they were just going full throttle like phil like the lead mm-hmm. singer like he wasn't holding back and i'm I'm used to singers you know walking around with their scarf and their (laughs) like hot tea and you know their shades you know you can't touch them but this is guys just he was going in like it was like a normal performance
0: Mm. yeah i i saw them we had them um at the best of the best they performed back when that thing was still happening as a festival they performed they were one of the five bands that were voted uh one of the best in frederick and that guy came out there. It was. It couldn't have been less than 110 degrees on an August afternoon. Yeah. And that guy came out there and just killed it, was running everywhere, jumping up and down, doing all this stuff. And it's like everybody's just doing everything they can to get in the shade, getting water, all of that. And he was... <laughs> He was all into it. So they're they're kind of, they, they do mostly, like you said, solely funky mm-hmm. stuff, right? Like yeah. they don't do much rock.
1: They do um, a little bit of rock, but through Phil's voice, <coughs> which is more of kind of a hearty, like soul mm-hmm. R&B type of voice, um, it can kind of sound, you know like more like a soul rock maybe hybrid mm-hmm. but they do a lot of covers as well I mean yeah. they're they're also a wedding band they, yeah. they do a lot of weddings and they they know how to get people kind of out their seats it's mm-hmm. it's really fascinating to watch them
0: And now you are planning on going to see Naughty by Nature this Friday yes. you, you can, you're going to write about it in the news post by the time anybody hears this this will be after the, or before that but um so What inspired you to want to go? I know it's really tough. I I used to write, um, like, the fair stories we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. The deadlines now are even earlier than they were back then when I was doing it. You can only really go for... Uh, a, f- a few minutes uh, and then come back. It's tough. It's really, really tough. It's really tough. So what what inspired? Did you, did you have the idea to go cover it or did they come to you?
1: Yeah, they kind of came to me. They were like, you know, hey, there's naughty by nature, which is like, that's not a, a phrase you would expect to hear, you know, in 2017 in a <laughs> that's newsroom. true, yeah. You know, so I was like, what? Like, <laughs> and I I'm fascinated by just like, the social dynamic of a Naughty by Nature, you know, concert at Flying Brewery Mm -hmm. in
2: 2017.
1: I Mm -hmm. wanna just know like who are their fans.
2: Mm -hmm. I
1: wanna know how they connected with them. I'm more fascinated with how you can be a hip hop ban a hip-hop group for you know almost probably like 30 something years and still have that following and how have your fans like grown with you so i yeah i won't be able to be there as long as i would like i'm Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to be there maybe an hour and then i have to go and follow the story Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm i'm fascinated i just want to see the dynamic between naughty by nature And the fans Mm -hmm. and just how they, you know, evolve together.
0: Do you have a favorite Naughty by Nature song?
1: Man, I think, Mm -hmm. like, Hip Hop Hooray, Mm -hmm. probably. I mean, that's one of their biggest songs. It just has that good, like, happy hip hop feeling.
0: It's iconic. It is. No matter where you go, sporting events, other concerts, you hear that and you know exactly what it is. Exactly. There, There are very few hip hop choruses like that ever, really. It seems like that. So that's going to be fun.
1: That's going to be super fun. And, you know, I've been to concerts before where I've uh, witnessed fights. and
0: You witnessed fights? <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to tell us about when he's going to fight. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I sometimes go to concerts, like I said before. It's not just for the artists. I go because I want to see the the connection that the fans have. Uh-huh. So when I was interning for LA Weekly, Uh, I was like a huge Keisha Cole fan. All right. And I was just like, you know, I know Keisha Cole's audience. I know Keisha Cole has been through it and she has a rough-and-tumble background Mm -hmm. and yeah so I was just like look like I want to go to this Keisha Cole concert I know it's going to be crazy I know people are going to act a fool and I want to go and and write about it and try to capture the whole experience and yeah the two two chicks got into it and yeah there was a fight like before the concert even started
0: wow that's fun yeah (laughs)
1: it was it was really fun yeah
0: (coughs) (laughs) i didn't know that could happen a keisha cole concert
1: yeah it can actually wow (laughs) wow
0: all right that's so did you uh write about the fight when you wrote oh
1: yeah i included everything i included they also she had for some reason like dudes that like rode bicycles on stage It it was it was it was like a circus it was yeah it was it had a circus like like feel to it for sure <laughs> i've had i've had definitely some weird concert experiences
0: oh well, i want to i'm glad that you brought that up though because i i want people to kind of get a better grasp of your background too and where you've been other places you've written for how you got to frederick and then, of course, eventually, if you even like Frederick at this point. But... Oh, yeah.
1: Of course <laughs> no. I love Frederick. <laughs> but, but I,
0: I know you went to, to college for journalism, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I've been, like, all over. Um, I was working in advertising for about two years. I didn't and know that. Yeah. I, you know, I worked on clients like Nationwide, Gold's Gym, and Travelocity, all this stuff uh, in, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. The small agency, but...
0: Uh, You're from North Carolina, Yeah, right? I'm from yeah. North
1: Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm from Greensboro, which really doesn't have much of a music scene the music mm-hmm. scene is really in durham and chapel hill area cat's cradle carborough the area um but stitch
0: um, is from north carolina too or yeah something.
1: he's he's he was in, he lived in Fayetteville oh, for a right. while that's yeah Fayetteville, right. yeah. where j cole's from as yeah. well um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, I grew up in North Carolina and, you know, when you grow up in, in, in a place like North Carolina and you have big dreams, you know, you have to kind of like get out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so um, eventually, eventually I got kind of tired of dealing with, um, you know, de- dealing with having to deal with clients and, you know, having to go through rounds and rounds of edits for like a button Mm. on on a, on a website. Um, so, uh, I just decided I wanted to, to leave and I left kind of, abruptly in the sense of, Uh-oh. like, I had no other job lined up. so you I was, said, I'm out. I was out, and, wow. and, yeah, I was screwed. I totally shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it, and um, eventually, after, like, a long bout of, like, unemployment, um, I got a full scholarship to USC. Shout out to USC for their Annenberg uh, journalism program, their graduate oh. program. And uh, went out to L.A., and, uh, yeah, they just threw us in, Um just pretty much in the deep end and you know from the kind of the very beginning i was like in the projects of la like doing stories and learning wow. about um gangs and, and housing projects and all that stuff so in public art as well um so yeah um i was out there and i don't know how it happened but i guess like through a contact that i had through the program she used to work at la weekly Somehow she put in a word for me, and I was able to um, have an interview with Ben Westhoff, the music editor there at the time. And, you know, he hired me, and it was so bizarre because I was just like, dude, I don't really know a whole lot about music. (laughs) Um, I grew up in a very religious home. I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. No kidding. And I was just like, mostly what I listened to was Christian rap. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, that sounds cool. And, like, I was writing mm. about Christian rap for LA Weekly. Wow. You know, which was bizarre because I grew up thinking that I'm a friggin' nerd you know this is weird <laughs> and you're a weirdo and nobody wants to hear about it but you know fortunately uh, Ben was game and um, I was able to do in addition to like R&B and hip-hop stuff I was able to write about Christian rap too hmm. when I was out there around 20- 2013.
0: Well so you you weren't allowed to listen to this music yeah. uh, before, I mean, at what point did you break out and start listening to the music you wanted to listen to?
1: I mean, I didn't listen to like Michael Jackson until maybe I was like 1920. Really? You How know?
0: did how'd that go over with your family?
1: Uh, My mom just dealt with it, you know, because <laughs> the thing about, I think the thing about my mom is like, she, you know, she was a classically trained opera singer on mm. college. Um, she had a girl group in high school. That she sang. And Destiny's it, Child? That the- <laughs> I guess for for their time. I think probably more like the Supremes or something. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so she, she knows that that love for music probably came from her. So hmm. I think eventually she was just like, this is what you're going to do. And, you know, I'll support you in it. And she's definitely been supportive of me um, in my journalism, in my writing and stuff like that.
0: So you're at LA Weekly. How in the world do you end up at la weekly and then the frederick news post
1: um i mean the journalism industry is crazy right now mm-hmm. you know it's it literally is at a, well what i'm I, what i'm saying is you know you can intern forever at places but mm-hmm. as far as like cutting a check to, like yeah. you know and so pretty pretty much what happened was um I was working in LA, LA Weekly, and it, you know, it wasn't, it was really kind of like understaffed. It wasn't a whole lot of staff there. They're dealing, they were dealing with a lot of struggles there. And so, um, I jumped from LA Weekly, I jumped from LA to New York, and, um, I went to Columbia for nonfiction creative writing. I wanted to learn how to do more long form, Mm -hmm. um, writing outside of kind of a 1500 word piece. And, um. Yeah, and then from there, uh, I I started working at interning at uh, WNYC at Soundcheck and mm-hmm. uh, work with John Schaefer and the folks over there at WNYC and I love that too because they pretty much let me do whatever I wanted mm. and so I was able to um, you know interview like like women who were just doing some amazing things like Noel Skaggs from Fits and the Tantrums, oh, and, yeah. yeah, you know just like pe- women who were who were actually like running stuff, like they mm-hmm. were running things in, in the music industry. And it was just a pleasure to, to be able to interview with them and talk with them. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I just, I bounced around a lot of places. I do freelance, I still freelance really weekly.
2: Oh.
1: Um, and yeah, I was just looking for, <laughs> cool. I was looking for a job um i wanted to be i wanted to still be in the arts mm-hmm. i'm just not really a hard news person i don't really have the disposition for it mm-hmm. i like to like sit with people and yeah. you know drink coffee with them and yeah. you know yeah. i'm not really the the kind of the person that hits you for five minutes and then <laughs> leaves you know like I'm, I was like how's your day going and stuff like that mm-hmm. so uh you know the features writer position that I saw you know open here at Frederick News Post it just, it just felt perfect it just felt mm-hmm. like it was just such a great fit mm-hmm. uh I just I naturally have interest in mm-hmm. these things in the music scene and in arts and to be able to do so many different things I mean I can't ask for a better opportunity to gain experience. Mm-hmm. You know, Frederick News Post gave me my first, you know, real journalism job, and I, I'm super grateful.
0: What have you sort of learned about the Frederick's? I, there, there's something interesting yeah. that people should know, too, that you write in 72 Hours occasionally about dating. Yeah, and dating so, apps. Yeah, so you're like, you're immersed in the whole <laughs> the whole culture in this, in this city. What, what's one of the more surprising things, that you've learned about Frederick, one of the things that maybe you like the most? Uh, I
3: don't
1: I mean, I just love the food scene in Frederick. The food. I'm a huge foodie. And when I got <laughs> here, I was just salivating. I was just so happy because I just, I love the fact that it, that Frederick is like a mom and pop town mm-hmm. and there's all these amazing small businesses and I just really appreciate that. And even the music scene, it felt it felt very mom and pop. You know, mm-hmm. growing up in Greensboro we had um, the Coliseum there. Mm-hmm. So we, we would get yeah. all these like big name artists, but we really didn't have the support of mm-hmm. the independent, the local artists there. And what I love about Frederick is like the indie artists are the main thing. Mm-hmm. and that is just incredible and then working with um like record engineers like studio owners that the, the mm-hmm. article that i did before about studio owners in frederick and to see them like so supportive of each other and mm-hmm. refer work to each other yeah that like collaboration is just is beautiful it's beautiful to see that
0: definitely so. yeah you did. people should know that you can go online and read this uh both on the fredericknewspost.com and frederickplaylist.com we posted that story too you went out To various local studios and talk to the engineers and talk to the producers um did you know that there were as many studios in town before you started
1: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't expect it to be that that many in frederick in frederick county in the frederick area no and Mm -hmm. for them to have like major label artists come through Mm. i didn't know at all (laughs) no and it's so crazy and like yeah there are like nationally known studios in the frederick area Mm -hmm. that you know have been grammy you know nominated grammy award winning Mm -hmm. like studios and it's amazing to see the type of talent that's here that I feel like just hasn't had the kind of attention but yeah Frederick has nationally like known talent
0: well you you were saying you know you're talking about the talent who are some of your favorites uh, who do who have you seen who have you listened to who do you like the most
1: Man, you know, I'm more in the hip-hop side, but I think what Retro Recall's doing with the mood, I think it's really cutting edge.
0: Doing, uh, yeah, he's doing, like, a band. He's doing, I yeah. mean, it's,
1: I I think that's really cutting edge. And it's I feel like it's very Frederick to me oh, because man. I feel like Frederick, in a way, I just feel like everybody just lives together. When, mm-hmm. you know, in the areas that I grew up, you know, grew up in and, and in New York, New York is can be really segregated. You mm-hmm. can never really, you can never really go to certain parts of New York ever,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And you know, living in LA and because it's so spread out, like mm-hmm. people don't want to leave their house a lot of the times. But to see Frederick and to see this cross pollination mm-hmm. is just crazy to me. Like that's why I kind of feel like retro recalling like what he's doing with the mood. It just, it just feels like a quintessential Frederick thing to, like, ha- merge these genres together.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. We uh, th- This band that, that I'm in, we played with them a couple weeks ago, at Guido's, and uh, I didn't realize how hard they are. Like, there's a lot of hard rock metal influences, guitars in in that band. I had no idea. I kind of thought I had heard the songs. Have you heard the, the three new songs that he put out?
1: I think not yet. When did it come out?
0: Uh, a few weeks ago. We actually we premiered one on this podcast a while ago. It's um, uh, they they're, It's with the full band. I can't yeah. I can't remember the names now, for God's sake. But um, they they don't come across in the recordings as they do live. And live they are, just a ball of energy. Actually. We've been doing, uh, that's a good plug, I'm glad you said, because <laughs> yeah. we've, um, we've been doing this thing called Frederick One Take on uh, Frederick Playlist the last two much, months. Each month we debut a new, uh, we have a performance and then a sit-down interview with the band. And uh, we've done two of them, and the third one that'll be out in about a week, maybe as this podcast comes out, is with uh, mood and Ricole and, awesome. and, and we had a chance to sit down and and interview him about what they're doing he's got big aspirations he wants to do a lot so i hope he does i mean that, that's the thing about frederick that i really hope happens that there's a, a breakout frederick mm-hmm. bred artist that goes outside to national success yeah. and says i'm from frederick because so many you know there are musicians and artists who have kind of had success out but then they say oh i'm from baltimore i'm from right. dc they don't want to say Fred. i want somebody to say i'm from frederick you know
1: yeah, yeah. um you know i chatted with uh kenny Eaton and yeah, yeah he mm-hmm. said pretty much that too you know people really wasn't claiming mm-hmm. frederick like that you know they would claim places that they never really lived in
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean that's kind of what you know put toronto on the bat map you know drake just yeah. reps toronto non-stop yeah. And then you're like, okay, what else is there? What else is going on there? And then mm-hmm. you see, you see all this other talent that's there.
0: So yeah, so yeah. That's, uh, I hope I hope that happens with Frederick. Are there places that you like to go see music at?
1: I mean, I think I feel like in some ways, I wish Frederick had like a dedicated indie music venue. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about that.
0: Well, everybody, see, that's the thing. Everybody talks about that. I, when I bring these, these the guests in yeah. and ask them, well, what would you change or how could it get better? Everybody says, well, we need a dedicated music venue. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. I, I really could. I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to see how it would go because it's really, really hard to be solely music. You, you'd have to program it five or six nights a week. You'd, I mean, on Mondays, are people going to come pay $10? Like, that's tough. That's a tough thing. So I don't know.
1: I just, I've seen, you know, I've seen the scene in, in the Triangle in North Carolina, the Durham area, mm-hmm. the Chapel Hill area. The reason why that scene, I feel like is so vibrant is because there's so many music venues mm-hmm. that yeah. you can go to and it just runs the list of mm-hmm. the entire you know of the entire genre Mm -hmm. and what happens is that like cat's cradle it becomes so well known and so respected Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter what genre of of artist is there you know if they're there it means they're good yeah so you're going to go there just because you know they're good and you don't even have to know the artist yeah so like i feel like that element i feel like is missing like
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I I really do. Because that could really elevate the entire scene if that was present, you know, it really could in some place that musicians wanted to seek out to play in as well. Because I also know a lot of musicians feel disrespected sometimes going into bars and playing. People are talking and clinking their glasses and everything. Nobody's really there to see the music.
1: I mean, when it comes to future sounds, though, I mean, Cafe Nola is future sound when they, you know, when yeah. they perform. Like yeah. everybody is there for the music, mm-hmm. so you know, there definitely are moments though when mm-hmm. when the whole place is all about the musicians that are you know on display.
0: Do you live in Frederick?
1: I lived in Brunswick of all places. I didn't know that. Yeah, I lived there for a year. Um it you know, it's just the rent. <laughs> the rent oh, in Frederick is, I know. is pretty expensive mm-hmm. to not be in a you no know, five minutes from Metropolitan City. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I lived in Brunswick for a while, but then I just moved to Germantown.
0: That's expensive. Yeah,
1: that's expensive. That's why I have a roommate now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that I was living by myself in Brunswick, but now mm. I have a, I have a roommate in Germantown. Um, but yeah, um, I'm hoping that being in Germantown will allow me to bounce back and forth between shows in D.C. and shows in Frederick. Yeah. If I can get like in the middle, hopefully I can like do both. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of the goal for me.
0: Well, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to talk about uh, the Weinberg just announced their season not yep. too long ago. Is there anything on your radar that you're hoping? to check out this year i
1: mean of course SoMi. Mm, I'm, I'm, mean, I'm just
0: saying. i mean
1: our, our one true love you know you gotta <laughs> like, go to
0: that gotta go to that do you have her latest record <laughs>
1: um yeah i listened to her latest record i, I played it oh, out um man. i it's, love that it's, album. it's a very intimate it's a, it's a really beautiful album and you know i think that the amazing thing about artists like SoMi is the ability to make album concepts and mm. to have that concept co- cohesively throughout the whole the whole album And yeah. I think That is something That's really hard to do But when you do it right It's a You know It's a re- beautiful thing
0: Yeah She's good at that too Yeah The last couple records She's she They've been sort of Through lines Through the mm-hmm. whole album And she's got an amazing Amazing voice You know I, That's an interesting thing too You know Talking about the Weinberg what, what What's your opinion On the Weinberg We actually did do A podcast together yeah. We sat with John Healy For Frederick Uncut A long long time ago um, have you seen a lot of shows there?
1: Um, I've seen a, a good a good amount of shows. Um I you know, I think the Weinberg is amazing for a certain type of audience. Mm-hmm. Um but um if you're younger and you're have a little bit more energy, it can mm-hmm. be um it can feel it can feel like, okay, I'm kind of out of place here. Mm-hmm. In the sense of like I I saw like Liz Vice um, uh-huh. who is, you know, amazing, amazing singer. And she was doing a, a cover of uh, Black Street, I think, No Diggity, No, no Diggity. Doubt. okay. And it was, I was like, yes, and I was like so into it, but like I was surrounded by like 70-year-old people who never really heard of No Diggity, No Doubt. <laughs> and I couldn't really like get into No Diggity, No Doubt because I'm surrounded by like AARP people and i was like can you at least clap on key like can you go, can you at least clap in rhythm guys like i'm just i know i'm not asking for much and i think that's why one of the reasons why we need kind of a dedicated music venue is because you know there's there's kids that are in frederick that like want to be in a mosh pit you know they yeah. you know they want to kick they want to you know they want to listen to death metal they want to listen to all these different artists mm-hmm. And I feel like we can't go to the Weinberg expecting, like, a mosh pit experience. It's not going to happen. So I think we need, again, I feel like to advocate for, like, a music venue where, like, kids can be kids and they can clap, like, on the two and four. And they Mm -hmm. can, like, you know, (laughs) hit people and you know if they need to like throw up they can throw up i mean i don't know throw
0: up anywhere that's
1: true but you know whiteberg is nice you know i just i just want to i just want to see frederick have a place where like kids can really be kids and they can just have some of the experiences i had you know Mm. growing up you know, at a Christian hip hop concert and we're just like wild and we're just Mm -hmm. going crazy. And I just feel like we need a place like that where we can really let loose. Mm -hmm. And the Weinberg is in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful venues kept up so well as much history. You know, I'm not dissing the Weinberg, but I just think that, you know, that is like the the special dining room and we need like the den we need like (laughs) you know what i'm saying we need like the basement we need we need a place where we can like really just
0: unwind have you seen you were talking about the christian hip-hop shows have you seen stitch
1: yeah i've seen stitch a lot he has a great like stage presence he gets everybody involved Mm -hmm. and i've seen him in like the what is it the kill creek amphitheater that's where, right the tuesday night thing, yeah, yeah and he and you know there's like all these like older people and he's like got them moving They yeah. got their hands up and then like i've seen him at cafe 611 where mm-hmm. it's like a lot of trap it's a lot of hip-hop heads talking about smoking blunts and stuff <laughs> and they're like into you know his like spiritual christian mm-hmm. theme music mm-hmm. so it's crazy he, he can cut across a lot of different audiences
0: yeah he's great i gotta get I don't think he's been in here, so we gotta we gotta remedy that. Another thing, yeah. I, I brought this up too before. I'd like to get everybody in here. Get Stitch, get Recol, get you, and uh, some other local hip hop, and we could just uh, all sit around and talk about it.
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, we, you know, I talked with uh, Retro Recol, his manager, and Urel. you know, yeah, Yurel, yeah, and and just kind of discussed about Frederick and about the hip hop scene in Frederick and they got a lot a lot to say. Yeah, and they do. I think that they they know that it it needs like a place as well. They mm-hmm. th- you know, it needs like a gathering place and I mean I guess Cafe six eleven in some some degree.
0: They don't do too many shows though. It's weird. Yeah. And and whenever they do them you don't really know about them until like afterwards or it's only like a week before or something. It's very weird.
1: It's weird. You know, I think Frederick, I think Frederick needs like a hip hop spot too. But yeah, you know, it's, it's a, it's a challenge because I feel like Frederick really isn't a hip hop town. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a band town,
0: but there are people who will tell you there's a hip hop scene in Frederick yeah, though, that, yeah. that, that could rise up. There was something called a uh, last Saturday's that. This place called Church Street Pub, it's mm-hmm. been closed, I think, since you've been around. But every last Saturday of each month, literally all the hip-hop artists had just come together mm-hmm. and perform there. And I went to a few of those. We tried to recreate that at 200 East uh, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And the audience is there. I mean, we still get a couple hundred people to wow. come out and see hip-hop. So I, it can it can grow. But to your point, I think like people don't think they have the platform to grow.
1: Yeah, and just... Again, I just feel like it needs a dedicated space. But mm. you know, the, the thing about hip hop is is kind of like this independent individuality. Yeah. So how do you like get into like a consistent group every week or every month when people are doing their own thing? See, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, see, here is the other thing too on that. And then then I, I don't I don't know if I should go too deep into yeah, this. But, yeah. But but um. Naughty by Nature is coming to Flying Dog yes. on Friday. Yes. The Friday, uh, as we tape this, this coming Friday. It, you know how much it would mean for a Stitch Early or a Retro Recall to if, if, if they just said, hey, go up there and give them 20 minutes yep. to open up. It, it lets them network with somebody like Naughty by Nature. Mm-hmm. It gets them in front of an audience who... You know, there's tons of people, I'm sure, who don't even know about Frederick's hip-hop and what that can offer. It's like we do get... It's it's the same thing with the Weinberg, too. We do get national acts that come through this town. And whenever they come through very rarely do you see the local artists get an opportunity to get on stage with them.
1: Yeah. It feels like it's in a vacuum, you know, they, they, these, these national artists come and it's in this vacuum and they leave. Mm -hmm. And it is not necessarily cohesively tied to like the local scene. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's how naughty by nature got started is like queen Latifah, somebody that, is from New Jersey, Mm -hmm. like, discovered them and, you know, got them and and nourished their career, like, that's how people blow up. Mm -hmm. That's, That's how it happens. I mean, if Drake wasn't really, like, on like, Lil Weezy's team, like, mm-hmm. it might not have happened the way it did. Everybody mm-hmm. needs somebody for a come up. And
2: exactly. I,
1: hope, I hope that they start thinking in that way. That's a very strategic, but it's also a very simple thing to do.
0: It is. And I, I know it's hard. And the pushback that you'll hear from everybody is that, well, we have to get the artists approved by the band's management. We've got to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, so then do it. you know like that's that's there's not too much harm you can figure out ways to attach the local artists to this even if it's not directly they open for 50 i don't know what what else it could be but but you can come up with ways to attach these people and let that these experiences kind of help them and push them up i mean everybody needs that and frederick's the perfect town for something like that because it's got great local talent and it's Just big enough to draw somebody like Naughty by Nature, somebody like Solmi, and yeah. and Gregory Porter was here. Like if there, if there are soulful R and B acts in Frederick that nobody knows about, put them up there with Solmi. You know,
1: I, it would be amazing. It would be better for everybody because mm-hmm. it's hard to like find it. Like, is there like has there been an R and B soul like art acts in Frederick? Like, I don't know. You. Yeah,
0: I I I'm still looking. I mean. It, fuzzy match w- yeah. who is a cover band ostensibly yeah. they're a cover band but but they they don't you know they don't write that much soul. I mean, from what I yeah. understand, I don't know if they have a bunch of records out. They you got they got
1: like um, an EP that's gonna be coming out. I think. Okay, is soon. that their first one though? That's gonna be their first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I
2: believe.
0: And I'm like I'm trying. There's Mary L. Who I I don't do you know her? I don't know. Her. But she's she's played um she'll play with like Soul Exchange. Soul Exchange. Did you know them? No. Go ahead. They were um they they were kind of come up over the last year or so. Mm-hmm love them if you get a chance you yeah, should definitely see them but i just found out while interviewing somebody for this podcast that they all moved to austin texas they want it, they want to go down there and try to start it there because they can't find places to play in frederick yeah so it's like i i don't know we had a great band like that yeah, that we we're talking them. about and we just lost them so it, it's it's a real it, there's a lot of work to do there's a lot of work to yeah. do i think uh all around i want to get to one thing before we yeah. go i know i know that you're very very busy because that mm-hmm. conversation could gone all day um (laughs) i want to talk about the summer like i said um this we're in the middle of september so summer and we're after labor day so summer is unofficially over i'm trying to get a handle on what you liked that came out this summer things that stuck out to you nationally locally whatever i mean i know the you know beyonce's lemonade from from a while ago and then jay-z had his record this year or this summer what were you listening to
1: um, uh, this summer, um, a lot of Heim. Uh, oh,
0: really? Did I'm, you like the new record? Yeah, I yeah. love the new
1: record, and I love the way they were kind of exploring country. And, yeah. Uh, in that record, uh, I've been on Heim for a, a minute since they first had Forever, you know, come wow. out. Uh, and, uh, I've been, uh, listening to, uh, Daniel Caesar is a guy, I think, from Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, very soulful. Um, he kinda sounds like, to me, like if Frank Ocean and like Kirk Franklin had a baby. Oh wow, So he, okay. he's doing a lot of romantic okay. R&B, uh, alternative R&B music. Mm-hmm. So I've been really into that. Um, I don't know. Uh <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I mean Bosco, Bosco Brittany Bosco. I'm yeah. I'm most I'm like, I really love alternative R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brittany Bosco put out um an album that's really great that I enjoy. There's other artists, she's a um she's a a rapper. Uh, but she kind of reminds me of like Missy Elliott in the way that she goes back and forth like Kaylee 47. Um she just put out an album. Uh, I'm trying to think of like Bigger, like bigger name ones. I mean, of course, Kendra Lamar.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I even, mean, yeah.
1: That 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 record was is a is just a hot record. He, I think, he found the right balance between commercialism and underground. And,
0: he really did. Um, that should win all the awards. Oh, of course, album. that that really should. What did you think of 444? I have to ask you that.
1: Ah, uh, you know, I haven't really got into it yet, and the reason <laughs> why because
0: you hate Jay Z now. Yeah, you do. I don't, <laughs> I don't
1: I don't hate Jay Z, um, but I feel as if he as far as his his understanding of women, I think there's been a lot of stunt in growth and I think he'll even admit to that. Uh-huh. And uh I I know that listening to how he's just realizing it, like 50 that like women are people mm-hmm. is like very aggravating <laughs> and i know that i'm going to be very aggravated listening to this album that's
0: fair that's a fair so criticism. that
1: yeah. so that's like the main reason why like i haven't gotten into it yet is because i'm just like pissed off that the guys just going to be like oh yeah like we should respect women and i'm like you know, like you're you're 50. Like, of course, like, how are you just figuring this out? Uh, so, but yeah, he's he's the one of the best of all time. I have respect for his talent. It's just I know that the, the the gender politics of that album is just gonna drive me up the wall.
0: You don't think that's a good enough sort of response to Beyonce, or you feel like maybe he shouldn't have even responded?
1: Uh, no, I mean I think that he's doing the best that he can can mm-hmm. do. And I think that he should have done it. If I feel like if he just talked about, you know, selling cocaine and well, yeah, bagging you up, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I would be like, okay, come on. That's yeah. so out of step with mm-hmm. where your wife is at.
0: You got twins.
1: You got twins. <laughs> like you have a minivan probably, yeah. you know, you're going on daddy daughter dates. Like yeah. you're not like. You're not a drug kingpin, you Mm -hmm. know? So I appreciate what he did. And what I even more appreciate are the videos where, you know, he's interviewing and talking to people about black masculinity Mm -hmm. and, you know, the lessons he learned along the way. I think that, yeah, for for a lot of people, 444 is like their lemonade. It's like the male version of lemonade for a lot of people.
0: But it's also humble. And it's not accusatory. I mean, lemonade was very much so like... This guy, I this
1: mean, guy <laughs> has been trash his whole life, you know, as yeah. far as like he's always like pretty much denigrated women in his music.
0: That's true. And girls, girls, girls. I Every time I hear girls, girls, girls. Yeah. I, I, even today, I cringe like yeah. I just cringed that because that's like one of the worst ever.
1: I just, I just think personally that Beyonce had every right to drag Jay-Z. <laughs> I think that he has been trash to her and like since they first met.
0: Do you think he's better now?
1: I think that he's better now because he knows what he almost lost. He almost lost Beyonce. Yeah. And I think when you realize what you're about to lose and the value of that, I think you, you, know, you, you try to fly straight.
0: What is it you think she sees in him? I know a lot of people speculate i, I on mean this. a
1: lot of people speculate that you know he, she sees her father and that she, oh i didn't know that yeah okay. i've, I've oh. heard that the people you know see somebody that is powerful but distant um that is in control but maybe not in control of his emotions mm-hmm. and so yeah there's a lot of people that speculate that you know this is a repeat of her father and know hmm. Because, I mean, her father, unfortunately, very public knowledge, that, you know, he cheated on her mm-hmm. mom and mm-hmm. had a baby out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of mess and a lot of pain behind that. But I think at the end of the day, I think Jay-Z is just somebody that understands... Her fame and the pressures of it Mm -hmm. and understands, you know, the discipline of being the top of your craft Mm -hmm. because they're both at the top of their craft. And I think that understanding is understanding that you can't get if you're, you know, dating a security guard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like that type of built-in understanding of each other. I think that's priceless.
0: Aretha Franklin married a firefighter in Detroit, though. She married a lot of people.
1: <laughs> 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 she you married can't... actually a lot of people. How are you
0: gonna say something bad about Aretha Franklin? I man? think
2: that I think
1: yeah. that
0: Aretha is real.
1: Oh, you know, oh, Miss Aretha yeah. is is a real person. She has real flaws like everybody else. <laughs> And, you know, it's a
0: flaw to marry a firefighter.
1: It's not a flaw mm. to marry a firefighter, but, like, you know, she hasn't had the best experience in love. That's I think true. now she's, like, in a good place. But, I mean, it's hard. I think it has to be hard for musicians and celebrities to, to marry, like, people that aren't famous. Because this is a lot of about fame that you can't explain to somebody. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. I, I agree with that. Uh, real quickly, any shows that you saw over the summer? Um or that that you'd like to tell us about that really stuck out to you maybe your favorite. I
1: didn't see like a whole lot of shows this summer. Um I saw Mel LaRue um in DC. She had a free show. How was that? That was beautiful. Yeah. It was yeah, it was just an amazing event. Like, like you know like I mentioned before, I don't really go to a concert just for the um just for the artists I go to concerts for the communal experience and us People enjoying it together. And mm-hmm. I think that you can't duplicate that in yeah. any other way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a beautiful thing. It was like you know a family reunion. You know. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. But what? You, what shows have you seen this summer?
0: I actually um, Monday night this past Monday. Um, I went to see Tank and the Bangas. I don't know oh, if you even listened. It was listened. sold out. It was sold it was out. Sold yeah. out,
1: and you got my ticket.
0: I didn't get your ticket. <laughs> I, I was very, very lucky in that somebody actually got me one because wow. they and it was had to be on the secondary market because yeah. it did sell out right yeah, away. And it I, did. I went down there for that. That, that's my new. That's been my muse kind of all summer. Is is them and the problem with them winning the Tiny Desk concert contest was that. They don't they don't have anything new like any yeah, new music, don't. and they haven't had it for a little bit, so it's like you're going and you're just kind of see you wanna hear a brand new record that's yeah. like really well produced and real polished and all yeah. this stuff and but it's still they're they're just amazing. I love her to death it was probably my favorite show this summer
1: yeah she mm. reminds me of like Jill Scott and the way that she kind of brings like theatrics Definitely. and kind of acting mm. and reliving moments like yeah. in her music and yeah I mean I, I hope that they're like making new music but they have a jam session type of feel so they I don't do. know yeah. you know exactly what the, what the new music is gonna sound like
0: well I heard something before I went I saw that there was like a new music video that they shot mm-hmm. and it wasn't for Quick it wasn't for any of the like it stuff it was for a song about a drummer are you familiar with this about know. it's called drummers or something yeah. and it's only a couple minutes long but it's just her and a piano but it's really bouncy and it's it's yeah. it's kind of uh it's really fun she she switches up her voice so often mm. and her her persona and her demeanor yeah. all of that stuff she can get really really emotional yeah. on a song like roller Coasters. But, and then there's a song like quick where the the inflections with her voice and yeah. going from hip hop to singing and all this yeah. stuff she's just she's just amazing and to see it live it was it was really one of the most inspiring concerts I've been to in a really really long time i just Loved it.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're built for the for live performances. Definitely. They're yeah. probably not much of a well, maybe they are, yeah. but
0: well, they have a, they have a live record, yeah, and that's the one that you you kind of want to get to. You don't. I mean, you're right. You want to see them in a live setting. You don't want to yeah. hear them in a, in a studio setting. So I love them, and I'm really excited to see what happens next with them because they were in D.C. a couple months ago at the songbird cafe yeah they
3: were
1: they got sold that out that got
0: sold out of me well these places only hold Their like songbird a is so
1: tiny yeah. yeah
0: and u street is even i mean it's almost yeah. as tiny as songbird so i'm yeah. hoping the next time they come through maybe they graduate to the 930 club or something like that where it's big and yeah i can, can see all them. Go. it was just if you get a chance you got to see them
1: of course i know to. they're amazing
0: so we always play a song at the end of each episode oh, wow. that i added in I'm wondering if there's a song that you would like for me to play then, at the end of this, you you'll have to obviously we can't stream it, so you have to has to be some type of download that you can email me, okay, or something like that. Uh,
1: I think what? there's a, a a song that I like that Fuzzy Match does called Ooh Wee. Okay, and uh, you know Phil explained it is he uh, was coming off of a, a end of a marriage. And he was uh, living in downtown Frederick, and he was hoping to have like his single summer, you uh-huh. know, to be a bachelor for the first time, really in his adult life. Uh-huh. And then he uh, he he met a woman, and uh, she was like, "If you have your single summer, I'm not gonna be there <laughs> by the end of it." <laughs> and so he said, "You know, ooh wee, he he's gonna have to end that, <laughs> end that single summer, and and get with her." And you know, I think she she's she's now his wife. No kidding. Yeah, that was a great a great. Song ex- explanation that he shared, and I really like the song. So Do you man. have a
0: recording of it? Um, I I might,
1: I might. Let me see. We'll I'll need ask. it. Yeah. Well,
0: okay. Well, we got we got time to find it. We'll edit it <laughs> in later, but hopefully we can get a recording. Because yeah. is that going to be on their AP? Yeah, it should be okay. on their AP. Yeah. So at the very least, maybe you could reach out to them and see yeah. if they can send it. Yeah,
1: on. I think they've been recording.
0: Okay. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. This was. I I Always. hope you had as much fun as I had. It sounds like. You're ready to go. You've had enough of me. You've had your fill of <laughs> calling. I, I hope I
1: had so much fun, man. You know we can go on uh, and on, we on go about on. this.
0: What I w- want to do, I hope, at the end of the year, we can do one of these and talk about our favorite albums of the year.
1: Yeah, that's huge. That and fun, I know man, for man, for too. your roundup that you do. We
0: like, yeah, we do that. But, we can, but I mean, I, I want to see what you're listening to, though. I'm always like, especially just talking to you now, you just gave me – Two or three artists I got to check out. So yeah, they're pretty good. So we got to we got to do that. Um, thank you so much, though, for taking the time, Imade. How That's can people pleasure. find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, Imade in truth, uh, it's spelled uh, I made I M A D E I N T R U T H, and it's mostly a personal account. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I talk junk about everybody, everybody, uh, but, including me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's inclusive, you know. I bring everybody <laughs> together, and the way we talk about junk together. Um, so, yeah, you, you can uh, find me find me there. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Can we get a music and mental health column sometime soon? Oh,
1: man. You know, i just been I've been busy taking on those two food, food and health sections, oh, but um, I will do my best.
0: Man, people miss them. I get comments on those, man. People love those.
1: Yeah. I need to do something maybe uh, on some of some local artists. and Reach out. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Awesome. My pleasure. Thank you.
3: If this were my last song, would you listen closer? If this were my last song, would you lean in? If this were my last song, would you hum alone? If this were my last song, would you try to remember? The shape of my neck, everything The size of my breast, everything The things you dislike, everything My ego, my pride, everything The sound of my scream, everything The breath in between, everything The first song before, everything If this were my last song I might just sing louder If this were my last song song I would ask the band to slow it down if this were my last song we'd sing harmonies if this were my last song I would try to tell you everything the times that I lied, everything the days that I cried, everything the lovers I knew Everything, my hungry nights do everything. Grandmother's brave, everything. The last time I prayed, everything. The first song before everything. This one.